0: Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are a part of local church St. Pete. We want to highlight his activity and celebrate his grace. Enjoy this story. Well, this morning I get to share uh, from Psalm 32. Uh, This is a psalm that is just uh, dear to me. It's affected me deeply. And so I pray that you would hear the goodness of the Lord as we walk through it. Uh, Every so often the Lord it uh, takes extra time to remind me of his forgiveness. I could know of his forgiveness and mercy by simply reading the Bible, but often I don't fully understand the greatest attributes of God until I experience them. I, be, I believe that the Lord wants us to know him and experience him in the fullest and deepest way. And through my sin and subsequent confession and forgiveness, I've come to understand and feel what David is talking about in Psalm 32. Verse 1 of Psalm 32 says, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. So David addresses the state of all sinful people and, and forgiveness. It's like an axiom, it's like everybody knows this, everybody knows you're blessed if you're forgiven. But do I act like I know that? David intentionally uses different words to encompass important aspects of sin, but we don't have time to get into that this morning. But they all point to the fact that we are blessed when we are forgiven. Not when we're perfect and obedient, but when we're forgiven. As a follower of Jesus, in pursuit of the most joy I can have, I know that I want all of this blessedness. Verse 3, for when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, and my strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. Salah. Does this resonate with you? I feel this rotten feeling when I know I've sinned and I've been hiding it. I haven't been telling anyone and it just rots in me more and more. Not only do I not want to confess my sin, but I don't even wanna have a conversation that might lead to having that conversation. So I avoid even regular topics because like I'm playing chess and I know the next move, I don't want it to lead to that conversation. And so my spirit is just wasting away and I'm in pain. And on top of that, day and night, the heavy hand of the Lord has been upon me. And that's personal. I'm not only experiencing agony because the sin is rotting in me, and, but I also feel the weight of the Lord's hand pressing on me. And I can't fight it, so my strength dries up and becomes weakness. The Lord's hand is on me to bring me to repentance. But until then, it feels like it's crushing me. And then there's that short word, salah. It just wants to pause. You can't move on too quickly from everything that that David is acknowledging that we feel here. Verse 5, I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity, I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Salah. Well, there's a connection somewhere here, right, between the first piece about being blessed and forgiven and this feeling like death, feeling rotten. There's a connection there somewhere. Well, this is it. What happened in between was I confessed and the Lord forgave me but he forgave me immediately, not eventually, not later, immediately. And I have experienced that immediate lifting off of weight. That crushing hand is no more. The rotting bones are no more. Confessing is the hardest thing for me. I know the blessing that will follow confession. I know how good it can be on the other side of confession, but it's so hard. And so again, Salah. Take a pause, because you must know you are forgiven. You must know it before you move on. Verse 6, Therefore, or for this, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time when you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. So this is David saying, I've been forgiven. I want everybody to experience this. Go now. Confess now. Don't wait. For this reason, seek and find the Lord while you can. Don't wait until you've delayed so long that you don't want to. You don't want to. And you get further and further and it's harder and harder to confess. Don't wait. And then we're reminded that God is our hiding place. He's my hiding place. He's not merely a hiding place, but he's a hiding place for me. Again, uh, it's personal. There's no other hiding place for me like the comfort and merciful hand of God. He preserves me from trouble. And he surrounds me with shouts of deliverance. Why wouldn't I want to hide with him? sinner be delivered come out of that nonsense be delivered stop going back to that sin be delivered you will have consequences to work through i've had many consequences to work through but be delivered and then the last section in verse 8 i will instruct you this is the lord speaking in response to david I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. So the Lord speaks personally again to us here. Are you not feeling delivered, even though he shouts it to you? He will gently instruct us with his hand and counsel us with his eye upon us. It took me so many years to be freed from the sin I had been entangled in. So many years. And I cannot even explain exactly how I was delivered, but I am. It's like that paper cut that's super annoying and bugs you and bugs you and bugs you and then eventually you realize, oh, it's gone. I don't even know how it happened. I want to encourage you, keep confessing, keep praying, keep begging the Lord and keep heeding his gentle instruction and listen for the shouts. He is delivering you. Steadfast love surrounds you. And if you have been delivered, shout for joy. Amen.